You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Bellwether's podcast. This is Matthews Joseph and we are back with a new episode in our Women's Month special. And today we have someone uh, who is from New York uh, and uh, what is more exciting is this person is from India and, you know, she has been working, he's, she's been in New York her whole life, but she is a Christian blogger and she, and most of you guys might have seen her at some point or the other in YouTube and she is a super amazing person. Person and she has some amazing insights to share with you. So guys, welcome. Uh, let's all welcome Nina Thomas. Nina Thomas, it's such a pleasure to have you in Bellwether's podcast. Thank you for having me. Great. So Nina, uh, do you mind sharing a bit about yourself? Sure. I, okay, let's like, let me think of what to say. Um, so I am an urban educator. I'm a speaker and I'm a blogger. And I've had a YouTube channel now for a couple of years, and I've always been passionate about ministry and always really loved videos and writing and whatnot. So yeah, those tend to be my my creative outlets. I'll I'll write, I'll speak, I'll create videos because that's kind of like the the venues that I really enjoy and I find it really fun. Wow, that's amazing. So uh, without much further ado, let's get to the questions. You know, let's get to explore uh, the blogger in you. And, you know, let's give, uh, let's 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 hope that this be, everybody who listens gets a great insight on how, you know, you actually pursue your passion to be what God wants you to be. And so the first thing, yes, uh, is the big question. What prompted you to become a Christian blogger? So I actually, I grew up when YouTube was just coming out for the first time. It was coming out as a platform for the first time. And I was a teenager and I remember being so mesmerized by it, like being so captivated by all these different videos from people from across the world and just being able to have these role models that maybe I didn't have in my own personal life, but I had these role models through video. And it was always something that I really enjoyed consuming. Like I remember I would like pretend I was talking to a video, <laughs> like even like even as a little kid, like before I had a channel, I would like pretend I was like talking to someone or whatever. And I just liked the idea of it and I liked watching it. So it was something that I always wanted to do. Wow. So, uh, you know, I think you pretty much uh, practice the thing in the mirror that we used to do. Like, you know, when, well, I mean, I, when I was a kid, I remember like, you know, going in front of the mirror before a public speaking event and then, you know, build up your confidence. You know, I think that is pretty much what we used to do. So, uh, I think this is this is uh, one question that you know uh, a, a lot of people would have before starting off a YouTube channel. Uh, but you know, how do you confront the fear of starting some uh, starting something new? Like you know, I I, I mean, uh, everybody would be thinking, okay, how how do you think people would view me? How do you think you know uh, my parents would see? I don't know. How do you think my friends would see? And you know, you have all these fears that you know just populate into your mind when you think of starting something new. How were you able to confront that fear instead of the fear controlling you? So actually for me, when I was a teenager and I was obsessed with YouTube, I started a channel back when I was 15 years old or around that age. And I started making like some random videos. And at the time it was mostly lifestyle fashion stuff and people started watching it and my mom knew about it and none of my friends knew about it. And I remember feeling so embarrassed by the idea of it, like the idea of like, people being able to watch me or, you know, maybe I was in high school and I always heard stories of people being bullied for having YouTube channels. So I was so afraid constantly. So I think I maybe had that channel for a week or two and I ended up 
completely deleting it. Cause I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. I don't want people to see this. I don't want them to think something of me. And actually when I was in college, there is a girl who goes to my church and she was maybe 12 years old and everyone found out that she started a YouTube channel and I was a senior in college at the time. And I realized that this little girl was fearless enough to start a channel. And I felt honestly a little bit of envy because that's what I had wanted to do. Like I wanted so badly to create videos and to connect with people online and do that. But I was so afraid to do this thing that like someone who was really young was doing so fearlessly. And she ended up deleting the channel after a while, but seeing her do that was actually the catalyst for me overcoming my fears. Because I think for, for me and maybe for a lot of other people, you have to decide what what's bigger in your life. One, the fear of whatever it is that you're afraid of or or two, the possibility of what you could have. So seeing the possibility of, you know, you know, I could have this channel, I could do something I really love. I could connect with people. I could create content that I'm passionate about that began to outweigh the possibility that someone might think I'm a little weird, you know? Uh, I got it. I think, you know, uh, I recently read uh, in, a, in a study recently that uh, while you, while you are born and while you're like, you know, being a kid, the only fear that you have is the fear of falling down, you know, like, you know, when you're two years old, the only fear that you have is the fear of falling down and rest. Every other fear is actually learned. So everything, it, it, it develops automatically. So it's not something that you're born with. So it's something that, you know, the circumstances inject into you. And, and it, it, and that is, I think that is one reason why most people are finding it very hard to, you know, uh, confront their fear because, you know, they're pretty much being surrounded by the fear that is injected in them all throughout. But, you know, I'm, and what you are doing is like, you know, I think it's like pretty, uh, it, it takes great courage uh, to be a YouTuber and to do something like that. But, you know, uh, but the insights that you give the people that you inspire, that's something huge. And, you know, the outcome of that, that is what matters. So moving on, uh, how do you, so this is, this, this is going to be a pretty funny question. So uh, how, uh, how, how do you, uh, what do you do when like, you know, uh, people criticize you, I mean, criticize your videos, criticize your views, basically. So, you know, how do you deal with it? And, you know, how, how do you think people should deal with it? I think criticism is something that is just a part of life. You know, um, if in, in your day-to-day life, everyone will deal with criticism, but when you have an online platform, you're just dealing with it on a different magnitudes. And also um, when there's like anonymous people, all of a sudden you feel a little bit more brave to, to share whatever you're thinking. So you're just dealing with a lot more comments. So I apply the same rule of thumb that I apply to my, my regular life. Just, I apply it online. And that basically is to first evaluate whether or not the criticism has any truth, because I think it could be easy to kind of put your head in the sand and say like, you know, oh, like they're saying something negative. It has to be wrong. They're against me, whatever. But sometimes people will offer criticism that has a lot of truth, that has a lot of um, like it has a lot of validity behind it. So it is important to actually to, to think, okay, is this true or is this not true? And then once you evaluate that, if it's if it's true, then you could say, okay, um, what changes can I make to whatever I'm doing based off what they're saying? Or if it is actually false, then you ignore it. <laughs> you know, like you, you accept that, um, you know, sometimes people will say things that are rude. Sometimes people will say things that are hurtful, but who cares? You know, like it's easy to to say that from, you know, as a bystander, but you're the person who's in it, who's doing it and who's living it. So, you know, they, they can say whatever they want, but if it's not true, that's fine. 
Yeah, I've, I've heard this like I heard this like from a friend of mine who used to tell me this that you know it's easy to uh, it's, it's easy to cheer and criticize from the uh, from the crowd in the stadium, but it's hard to get down on the ground and play. So you know it's that that's like a difference. But I believe so. Like you said, some criticisms might define us, might uh, you know give us a new perspective about some things, and which may not be always in the negative sense, which might be in something which is you know uh giving you more perspective giving you a more a new insight into it and i've had like pretty much a lot of people who uh, i wouldn't call them critics exactly you know i would tell them like you know people who actually put you know i would call them like advisors maybe you know who put like you know okay see matt matthews this is how you need to do it it's like look, if you, if you t- tweak it like this it might be good so and that makes you feel like okay fine this person has a point you know rather than me being like you know you know you're not doing this so you know stay back you know rather than me being that when i become like okay fine i think that's a good great thing so i think i'll take that out that is when i become a difference but some people are going to be criticizing you for everything that you do every single thing that you do uh, i mean i mean no offense against anybody but i think you know uh, I, i think it is uh, bill johnson who said this once uh, that you know uh, when you have critics you know that you are on the right road so you know when you have some point of a negative uh, criticism from one of the other side you know you know that okay fine so Okay, you're on the right road, you're doing the right thing. But if you have everybody, everybody is like, you know, everybody's celebrating you, you need to check on which road you are. And so, you know, and that, that's pretty much about the criticism part. So the next thing is more about, you know, since it's a Women's Month special, you know, what would you like to tell women who wants to take a next step into ministry or, you know, uh, into ministry or leadership or blogging? I think the, the first thing, I'm going to start off by answering this more generally and then talk about being a female more specifically, but I think for everyone, you first have to just evaluate what are your goals and what medium will be best for you to achieve that. So if you want to, you know, have, have longer conversations, a podcast would maybe better than YouTube because YouTube, you know, it tends to be 10, 20 minute videos and, you know, blogging, YouTube, podcasts, TikTok, they all engage audiences with different modalities and they reach different audiences in different ways and with different algorithms. So you kind of have to decide like, what what is the message I want to speak and what is the best venue to actually give that? And for me, I really enjoy YouTube because I'm able to upload vlogs and it's very informal and I get to kind of control it and edit it as I like. But if I'm doing an Instagram live conversation, you know, I can't edit that, I can't change it, but that could be great because maybe I want to have those longer conversations and I want to bring in a different person with a different perspective and maybe tackle certain issues. And as a woman, I would also say that if you want to take the next step in ministry and maybe you are a little intimidated or maybe you don't see as many women in that field, I would say that try try to um, think of yourself as the example. You know, you might be the first, like I remember there's actually a, a quote from Kamala Harris saying that she may be the first, but she won't be the last. And I think that's so important for all of us to consider. Maybe you're the first person entering the sphere like yourself, but you're not going to be the last person. And it's okay if you're the first person figuring something out, or if you don't see a lot of other people like you, over time, you're going to find your audience and you're going to find people who are doing similar things to you. And it's just going to be a good experience for you overall. And you really have to decide for yourself, is the cost worth the potential gain for you. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's a that's a lot. I mean, you know, to take that step, you know, taking the leap. I think that's like the hardest part. I mean, you know, irrespective of whether you're a woman or a man, you know, it, to take a particular leap into something, it is you know, it is pretty hard. 
And I think that is like, that's the most challenging part always. But, you know, once you take the leap, you know that this was, I mean, down the line, maybe years down the lane, I believe that, you know, you will feel like, okay, that was the best decision that I ever made. And I believe that you actually have, you actually would be saying that right now, you know, since you started like, you know, I mean, two years before, you know, probably you would have thought like, you know, you'll be here or like, you know, doing all these videos. But, you know, I think uh, that was like a great decision that you've took up and, you know, and I believe that everybody who who's about to start something is always going to say attendee uh, five years down the lane, they're going to say, this is the, this was the best thing that I ever did and the best decision I took. And also uh, I would like to close out, you know, if there is uh, what would be the golden words, you know, if there's any, anything that you would like to tell to people, you know, uh, uh, from a blogger's perspective. I think we, we mentioned a lot of ideas that I try to try to remember a lot, but there, there's a Brene Brown quote that kind of speaks to something that we spoke about already, but just the idea that, you know, you're the person who's in the arena, you're the person who's doing it. So don't let, you know, the, the critics or the people who are, who are not doing or trying, or, you know, who have even experienced anything that you're experiencing, don't let them bring you down or don't let their criticism hurt you. And at the end of the day, you're the person who, who is going to have the chance to uh, to really enjoy and reap the benefits of pursuing what you're passionate about and what you love. And don't let the fear of what other people may think stop you from doing something that you personally love to do. Wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. You know, guys, that was some terrific advice and a terrific session with Nina Thomas. And if you guys get the chance, do go ahead and subscribe her YouTube channel. And always uh, do make sure that you see her videos. And she she has like super creative stuff that comes up. And, you know, she recently put up a video about getting an iPhone 12 and getting the treat extract on the same day. And it was pretty funny. So, yeah, she she's not just like, you know, it's not just just the Christian stuff. There's like a lot of funny stuff in, in, in her channel. So you guys would love it. And, you know, she's like she's pretty much a, a trendsetter uh, doing different kinds of stuff, all, all, all whatever, she, whatever she can. So, guys, that was Nina Thomas. Nina, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It was really a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me again. Yes. So guys, uh, make sure you guys, again, make sure you guys subscribe to her channel and make sure you guys stay tuned for the next episode in the series. So thank you so much. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Do subscribe and do share. And once again, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Bellwether's podcast. If you loved this episode, do not forget to share and subscribe. Also, we would really appreciate if you could leave a review. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. 